Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the vlog. Patients and families are at the heart of everything that we do, and it's important that they share their healthcare experiences with us. Their feedback helps improve our programs and services, as well as the care that we provide to Albertans. We encourage people to speak with their care team, but they can always share their feedback with our patient relations department. They listen and respond with privacy and respect, gather information, follow up on any patient or family concerns, and share options. They are committed to working with those that are involved to resolve any of these problems. Then there's also the Office of the Alberta Health Advocates through the Ministry of Health. They empower Albertans to be effective advocates in their own health and healthcare and provide supports and advocates for the healthcare system that is responsible and accountable to the people being served. The Alberta Health Advocate and our Patient Relations Department are two key components of the health system and often work together to assist Albertans. Joining me here today to discuss their roles and how they work together are Sharon Berry, Patient Concerns Officer and Executive Director, and Catherine Douglas, Health and Mental Health Advocate. Thank you both very much for joining me here today. So I'm actually going to start with a question for both of you. What each of you do for Albertans and the healthcare system is incredibly important. Can you share what led you to take this line of work and what's your passion for it? Sharon, we're going to start with you first. You know, I have a background in nursing and I've been with AHS a long time and I've worked in a, several program areas. Um, while I was working in public health, I was managing the influenza vaccination clinics for Calgary Zone. So during this time, I had the opportunity to attend a patient experience seminar, and it really resonated with me. Um, we're interacting through the clinics with thousands of people um, in, through the influenza clinics, and I decided to implement a program to gather feedback and support the clinic staff in influencing a positive experience with our clients. Then I really loved this work, and so I decided to turn my career in the direction of patient experience and quality improvement. And so I sought out a role within this area. I joined PR 11 years ago, and I'm still passionate about the work that we do. There are so many small things that we can do to make a big difference in the healthcare experience of patients and families. It is said that people do not remember what you say or what you do, but they always remember how you made them feel. I have found this to be very true in my experience. Catherine, we're gonna go over to you now. Like Sharon, I've worked in the healthcare system for a very long period of time. I, I grew up on the coast and have been in four different provinces and um, and worked in many different areas of healthcare. Um, and the same thing uh, has occurred to me uh, in terms of what what are we all here for? And I think all of us who work in healthcare go into healthcare for a reason, um, because we want to do well and provide services, and we want to continue to do better um, than we ever have uh, yesterday or the day before or or ten years ago. Um, and in my own belief in that. I, I moved into the Health Advocates Office about seven years ago, really looking at how can this partnership between patient um, and system really work the best way possible. And it's not perfect, and we're continuing to work on it being perfect, but it's better than it was before. And I think that's our whole, our whole purpose for being in both of our departments is really about how can we make this process better because there's this partnership between patient 
um, and system, and and we are all patients. So, so it it, it impacts all of us. So I I would say that um, Sharon and I sh share that strong passion um, for wanting to know the voice of the patient and the voice of the family, and how we we can take that and really improve our system. Sharon, we're going to come back to you now. Uh, can you tell me why you feel it's important that patients and families share their feedback with their care team or patient relations? Um, so we really do encourage patients and families and staff to address concerns at the point of care. That's because the healthcare provider knows the patient and family best, and often they can quickly take action and resolve the concern and improve the patient's experience in real time. However, there are times when the patient and family feel more comfortable to bring their concerns outside of the direct care area, and often concerns are brought forward after the patient has gone home and reflected on their experience. In those cases, or at any point along the process concerns management um, process, patient relations can be brought in, or the frontline team can also consult us for support for concerns that they're dealing with at the frontline. So patient feedback is really integral in informing and supporting quality improvement, um, as Catherine mentioned already. And sometimes patient feedback results directly in a local improvement, um, such as education for staff or local process changes. Um, but we also collect all of our patient concerns data in a provincial database. And from that, we're able to pull reports so we can analyze the data um, and utilize it in order to inform and support quality improvements at the program zone or the provincial level. Kath, I'm going to come back to you. Can you tell us a bit more about your role and how you support Albertans to be advocates for their care? You know, I think most people in Alberta uh, want to be involved in their care. And sometimes it's just not knowing how we go about doing that. Um, and so within our legislation, we have um, we have uh, three buckets of work we really work in. One is if they have concerns about a certain area in their care, we're trying to help them get to the right place um, in order to express that concern. Sometimes though, it's really about understanding how the system works and how to be a great partner in that system. Maybe how to ask a question, maybe who to ask the question to, how does it all work, and how can I feel a little bit of control in my own healthcare journey. Um, and so our staff are constantly working with um, our clients to, to help them understand why the system might be structured the way it is, how it works, and how I can maneuver within that existing structure. So for an example, that I can't go from, um, from step A to B without maybe seeing some, uh, uh, some professionals in between, uh, it's not a major jump, it, there's a network that needs to happen. For other examples, it might be asking the question in a different way um, so that I might ask a, an open-ended question um, so that I can offer the opportunity for that, for that health professional to explain to me why they might be suggesting a course of action within my healthcare. Um, and then when I understand that, I then become the patient partner in this and say, that's what I, that's what I want, yes. And now I understand why I want to go that direction. Um, and so we have the opportunity to do that with, with our clients on a regular basis too. We also have the opportunity to review some areas um, that may not be in the, our existing concerns um, process. Um, and we often get into those, those situations with our clients as well and offer them some understanding about what is going on in the system. 
One more question each for you, Sharon, we're going to come back to you. Um, can you walk us through what happens when somebody calls patients' concerns? Like, what is the process and how do you come to resolution? So after someone calls our department or they might contact us through an online submission form, our intake team will gather some basic information and start a file and get a brief description of what their feedback is. Sometimes our intake staff can actually um, address the feedback right at that initial contact. Um, but if it is a concern that requires a review, then they'll assign it to one of our patient concerns consultants. And so the consultant will work, then connect directly with the patient or family member within three business days to get the details of the concern and really understand from the perspective of the patient and family what is needed in terms of resolution for them. So we're very patient-led. Um, the consultant will also explain our process to the patient or family, uh, get consent if the complainant is not the, the patient themselves, and will be a consistent point of contact and support for the patient and family throughout the whole process. The consultant will then write up a summary of the concern with the specific questions and the needs that they've identified from the patient perspective and send it to the appropriate operation or physician lead to review and respond to the concern. The consultant will facilitate the communication back to the patient and family once the response is ready and will escalate the concern if needed if the response is not satisfactory to the patient. Um, our process is aligned with the Alberta regulation for the patient concerns resolution and there is oversight for the, through the Alberta Ombudsman's Office to ensure our pro process is conducted in a fair manner. So if we've completed our process fully within Alberta Health Services and the patient and family is still not satisfied with our responses, then they'll be referred to the Alberta Ombudsman's Office where they can request an external review of the patient concerns process for their case. Catherine, we're going to go last question to you now. Um, how do the AHS patient concerns department in your office work together? Probably in a few ways, Mauro. Um, one is certainly if a, a client contacts us and starts to tell us a story of an experience that has occurred with them, um, and it appears that it belongs in the jurisdiction of Sharon's group, uh, it's something that occurred in an AHS program or an AHS facility, um, then we're going to prepare them to uh, head over and go through that process that Sharon has just explained um, with that client. And so we're going to make a referral essentially um, to go to AHS. Um, now there are times as well that um, Sharon staff might hear um, some pieces that may not fit within um, AHS. Um, and there are times when certainly those concerns might go to a uh, regulatory body or one of our other complaints mechanisms within the system. Um, sometimes there's not a place for that. Um, and so if there's not a place for that concern to go to, um, then sometimes Sharon's staff may be sending them back to us. So we have a uh, document within our province that, if you don't know, um, I'm going to tell you, is the health charter. And, um, and it's a great piece of work with an aspirational document that says these are some things that the system should do, and these are some things that the, that the patient should do. It's really a sort of a responsibilities document. Um, and when we look at the health charter, there are there are situations in which um, our system may not have been holding up its piece of the bargain. Um, if there is no complaints mechanism existing, 
It's not AHS, it's not a regulatory body. Um, and it appears to be a contravention of the health charter, then our office has the ability to look at that. And so Sharon staff may be sending it back that direction. There's also on a bigger picture that Sharon and I do a lot of discussion. And that's when some major health issues and some major concerns are going on. So we are looking at trends. We are looking at um, issues that come up uh, for certain around uh, the COVID issues that came up in the early parts of the COVID um, experience. We were talking a lot about how that was coming to our offices um, and uh, the increase in concerns coming to our offices. What kinds of concerns are they? And even how it impacts our staff and how difficult it was for our staff to be able to hear some of the stresses that were on the health system and, and all the patients um, during that time. So um, part of that then is helping, as Sharon has said, um, and I have as well, figuring out how to bring that back to the system to keep improving that system. What are we hearing on a bigger picture? How do we keep making sure we get health and our health services better and better? Um, so those are those are some of the ways, at least, that we communicate back and forth. Very much appreciated, Catherine. Thank you so much for that. This has actually been really great. I've learned a lot from this conversation. I want to thank you again for coming on and talking about the work that you both do. And it's so important that we ensure patients and their families are able to share their feedback, concerns, and feel heard, mm -hmm. have a voice. Both your teams are doing such a great job in making that happen. So to everyone out there, I encourage you to continue to have these kinds of discussions with patients and include them as part of your patient care team. Take care, everybody. Happy Friday. Enjoy the weather, although hopefully we'll get a little bit of rain. Thank you for everything you do, and we'll see you next time.